Hi, it's uh, Jacob here for an emergency edition of the Clown Chat Podcast. Um, so we're doing this um, emergency edition um, because I think I do need to address uh, the events of what happened tonight. Um and I think that this is the best form to do that. Um, I'm not going to get mixed up with toxic people or anything like that. And so, you know, this is just the way, best way for me to get my message out and what I have to say out and articulate it as clearly as possible without having interference from... Um, from toxic people and if if you're a Celtics fan and you're listening and you have toxic people just block out all the noise block out all the toxic people block out whatever you have to do for the next at least the next couple of days if not longer it's going to be um is going to help you know it's it's going to be uh, a huge benefit to your state of mind trust me um so this is just the best the best place for me to do this is here. But I do think that I need to um just kind of explain try to explain what happened tonight. Obviously, if you watched, you know the the Celtics um and the Bucks game 5 happened tonight and it was um an unmitigated disaster. Uh the Celtics played really well for the first three and a half quarters, but even then there were warning signs. I think like, you know, I I, I was sitting there thinking like, man, if they were hitting more shots or they were, you know, making the right play a few more times or or whatnot, like they'd be up by, you know, more than they were. I mean, they they really should have been, I think, blowing out Milwaukee by 20 plus based on how it went, but they kind of kept hanging around and hanging around and hanging around. And then, at the most critical part of the season, in the most critical game of the season, potentially because of the stakes of this series and the fact that it is at least the de facto conference finals, if not the NBA finals. It might be, it might go down as maybe the most important game of this NBA playoffs. And those were the stakes. And they blew a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter. Those are not... Let me be clear. They did this to themselves. Milwaukee, t- Milwaukee took it. Milwaukee's a championship team. They're not going to quit. But this was largely self-inflicted by the Celtics. Um, this was... Not the team that we've seen for the last, you know, since latter part of January on. This was not that team that that ended that game. It was the team from early in the season that blew a lot of late leads and played too much iso ball and just made the wrong plays at the wrong times at the end of the game. But if they had done their job earlier in the game, then it should not have come down to... The two plays like that rebound, for example, at the end of the game between um, 
when there was a go-ahead basket where uh, Smart like had the rebound and Jalen went for it too, and then it kind of they collided, and then Portis ended up with it. That play, I, I don't even know if that was. Um, I think to some extent that was just really unlucky. Um, it was just really unlucky that they were both kind of in that spot. Um, so I think you can't really, yeah, it's, it's frustrating, but you can't really focus on that too much. And, um, you know, it's bad, but, but, but just the rebounding in general was not good. And I'm sure some of that was because they didn't have time Lord, but they should have been able to limit Milwaukee to fewer offensive rebounds than they did regardless. Um, I thought, again, I thought Tatum fell too much into iso ball at the end of that game. Um, he was too inefficient. He got his points. He made made some shots, but he was too inefficient overall. Um, I thought Jalen Brown played well. It was probably, like, the least his fault, I would say. Um, but... I, I think there's a lot of things you can look at with this game. It's, it's such a huge missed opportunity for this team. Um, I think the fact that Horford only got seven shots when Milwaukee was continued to leave him open and play the way they did, I thought that was pretty inexcusable by the Celtics. And it's on everybody. It's on the coaching staff. It's on the rest of the players to not get him more shots because he's had such a great series. And it's, it's like you found something that was working and you went away from it. Uh, you know, I understand that you're not expecting to expect Horford to put up another 30, but you know, could he put up 18 and, you know, 18 points and, you know, maybe rebound a little bit better than he did. Sure. Um, I understand he has a huge task, you know, defending Giannis and, um, it was one of those best player in the league uh, games for Giannis for sure. He put up forty, um, and it didn't even seem he you know like he played that great at times. But he still ended up with forty because he's the best player in the league, and that's just the reality of it. Um, Marcus Smart had a really rough uh, close to the game, but I'm not gonna harp too much on that because this team would not be in this position at all they probably wouldn't be in this series at all they probably wouldn't be um wouldn't have had the turnaround that they did they wouldn't have had any of that stuff without marcus smart so he had a he had a bad last minute of the game but like let's not get carried away guys um like he uh and 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 the and the last the the shot attempts you know towards the end was was you know a really good defensive play by holiday um so you know it is what it is but uh I mean, it's just on the whole team, like just uh, too much ice of all bad execution in general. They, it, it was like they went into a, like a clock killing offense in the fourth quarter and not like trying to score, which I think when you've got, again, when you've got the best player in the league and the, and the uh, defending champions on the other side, you know, they've got that championship medal. Um, you can't just play not to lose. And the Celtics very much played not to lose at the end of that game. And you can't, um, you know, you you have to criticize that. Like, you know, that's not the right way to play basketball. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think uh, what else I want to get into. Grant Williams has not been good the last couple of games. I think I, I've been a proponent for game five, of even if um, Robert Williams returned, that to still start Grant Williams. Now I'm not so sure. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the best move is. Um, I think if, if Robert Williams comes back, then maybe you go. Maybe you try going back to him, and if if it doesn't work, pull the plug early. Or maybe you consider. Um, I mean, depending on how Grant looks, you know, if they practice tomorrow or to shoot around or whatever, if Grant seems to, you know, be snapping out of a slump a little bit, maybe you go back to him or you just, uh, or you just go all in on the small lineup and, and play Derek White, you know, start Derek White. I mean, it's going to be a kitchen sink game in game six. So I don't know what the right move is, but Grant Williams has not had a good couple of games. I was hoping that he would kind of snap out of the shooting slump at home, but it didn't really happen. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, just uh, you know, I thought that team, I thought that team was gone. Um, I didn't think that version of the Celtics um, was going to show up. But look, at the end of the day, these are the t- clearest two best teams in the East, and it's a really hard series. And this is a sort of thing that you know. Um, this team had come a long way this year, but this is the sort of thing that if you're going to, you know, forget the way you played January on. Now again, they've been, they they've proven themselves. Okay, Let, let's not get it twisted. They've proven they can compete. They prove they can compete. You know, they establish. You know, they establish that they can win in the clutch and in some of those games in Brooklyn and. You know, obviously they had they had the good fourth quarter in Game Four in this series, and so they they've proven that they can. You know, and they've proven that they can play the right way. This was just, you know, I'm hoping it was a one game regression. I'm hoping it was a one game regression, even if the season ends and they don't advance out of this series, which we'll get to in a in, in a couple of minutes. You know, I I don't think that's who this team is anymore. But it did reappear at a really inopportune moment. And, um, you know, I can sit here and say I think the Celtics are – because I do think that the Celtics are, on the surface, a better team than Milwaukee. I, I, I Without Chris Middleton especially, I believe that. Um, but when you lose – a close game in game five and you lose a close game in game that like those banked losses add up and all of a sudden you're in an impossibly difficult spot. Um, and that's just kind of how it goes sometimes. Like it's a tough series. Whoever wins this series is, I believe is going to have the inside track to win the NBA championship. They certainly will have the inside track to win the Eastern conference. It's more, uh, um, Philadelphia and Miami don't come close to measuring up to either one of these two teams. Um, and, and, and that's indisputable. I mean, if you, if you're watching, uh, you know, like Miami right now and you think Miami is on the level of these two teams and then, you know, I, I think you're a bit delusional personally. I, you know, there's no real argument for that. I would question you. I, I would seriously question a lot of things about you if you, if, if you think that, um, 
I, yeah, I think that's a little, that's very, very crazy. You know, the, you know, the way that whole thing is gone. Like, it's just night and day. I mean, and, and, and Philadelphia, I'm going to blame on Joel Embiid's injury, you know, as, as to why he hasn't, um, you know, why Philadelphia hadn't been better in that series. But, you know, for Miami to only be up three to two and not have that series clinched when Joel Embiid missed the first two games. I mean, they're one and two with Embiid playing like. No, <laughs> like whoever wins this series is going to walk to the finals. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. There, it's just an indisputable fact. Um, and then it'll be a tough finals. But you know, I would I would pick whoever comes out of the series. I would. Um, but look. If you are, I, I, I'm going to say this as far as looking forward to the series. I didn't record right after the game was over because, um, you know, it was, it was just, uh, it was shock, disbelief, um, all those sorts of things. Um, still very, very devastated, obviously, but, um. You know, if if they end up losing this series, it's gonna take a long time to get past that game. It's gonna take a long time to get past that game. But here's what I'll say: Do I expect them to come back? It, it's in when this, in, you know, and when when the series or even with Game Six, it's kind of hard to right. It's kind of hard to. I mean, these are the defending champions. They're going to have game six at home. It's going to be a closeout game. They're going to be re- amped up, ready to go. But here's what I'm going to say. Last season, the Milwaukee Bucks had not won a title yet, had a reputation as kind of being a choky team. They're playing Brooklyn in the uh, second round. against a player that a lot of people in Kevin Durant, a lot of people thought, you know, I didn't, but a lot of people did that thought he was the best player in the league at the time. Had had his uh, co-stars injured. And Milwaukee had a big lead in game five in Brooklyn. And then Durant, Kevin Durant just went off and they ended up choking the game away and they lost. And it looked like they had really, you know, given away their opportunity. They fell down three into three to two in the series, and it just looked like all was lost. And then they found a way to win. Of course, they had Game Six at home, so that was the the difference. Um, it's flipped for the Celtics, but um, they had Game Six at home. They found a way to win that, and then they ended up finding it within themselves to win a classic Game Game Seven in Brooklyn. And then they went on to win the, 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 the and, and then they, with the confidence they gained from that, they went up a level, and then they ended up winning the championship. And now Giannis is, is top of the world, best player in the league, all that stuff. Maybe that's, you know, maybe these are the trials and tribulations that the Celtics team is going to have to go through if they want to be champions. Maybe that's just what it's going to have to take. Maybe they had to have that awful, awful collapse 
and maybe it's something that they're going to, uh, you know, need, need to learn how to overcome. The opportunity for, for this team is still there. They've won in Milwaukee once already. I mean, it's it, they haven't been blown out in Milwaukee. They they had in, in game four they won and in game three they had that really close two point loss which they could have tied it at the buzzer, and 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 then just they didn't get the shot off in time. It's on the table for them to win game six in Milwaukee. It's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. But you know what? Winning a championship isn't easy. Winning a championship is very, very difficult. And this is just going to be part of that for them. They're going to have to dig deep and find a way, get past this. It's going to be very hard to get past. They can't just hang their heads and, you know, be defeated or they're going to go down or they're going to lose by 20. And, you know, it'll be on to the offseason. Milwaukee will probably repeat. Repeat as champions. They have got to dig deep, find a way, learn from the mistakes they made, make sure they don't happen again, come out with the motivation to prove everyone wrong who's now doubting them. Well, maybe you don't focus, maybe you just focus on, on, on the stakes of the playoffs, but you know what I mean. Like, just come out with that, uh, you know, just give it everything you got and see what happens. And maybe if you can find a way to win game six, then you can come back to Boston and have a home game seven and anything can happen. They could lose. They could win. We don't know, but just give yourself the chance if you can. I mean, so that's really what it comes down to now. Um, they have to rebound fast, but, but the opportunity is there. Milwaukee themselves showed that last year. So it was hard, right? You know, right after that game ended, it was hard to see how they would come. They could come back from this. But then I thought about back to last year, and you know, it turned out for the Bucks. You know, that was uh, the obstacle they needed to overcome, and maybe this is the obstacle the Celtics team needs to overcome. I know how good this team is. It's it's different. It's different from any other Celtics team I've watched. I've never felt with the Celtics before. I've known that they, I thought that they could make the finals, maybe give it a series. I've never truly believed that this team was capable of becoming champions or was likely to become champions or had a great chance to become champions. Sure, it might have been possible, but it was hard to envision. Like in 2020, I thought the Celtics were the best team in the East. They, you know, I still believe that, to be honest. They just had injuries at the wrong time in the conference finals. In the bubble. Like they, they, I think, you know, should have won the East. But like, you know, were they going to beat the Lakers? I don't know. 2018, you know, things went wrong at the wrong time against uh, the Cavs in game seven in the conference finals. Um, were they going to even take a game off of Golden State? I mean, pretty unlikely, right? Um, so, 2017, I knew their ceiling was the conference finals. Um, so, I mean, 
this is like the first year I, I I've said like okay this team has what it takes to win the title. Tatum has elevated himself. Brown has elevated himself. They've got this special special defense. The pieces fit. Like they've got what it takes. The the league isn't being uh, held hostage by the Kevin Durant Warriors anymore. Um. You know, they've got what it takes. And um, it would be a true, it would be truly heartbreaking if this opportunity slept, you know, slipped away from them. At the same time, Tatum's 24, Brown's 25, Robert Williams is 24, Smart's still in his prime, Grant Williams is mid 20s, you know. Really, the one guy is Horford, and if there's any vet, it's really sad because you saw Horford in that game four, and it was like, okay, this is this veteran player that is, you know, 35 years old, you know, nearing the end of the line, sees one last, you know, potentially one last. I mean, you don't know. I mean, he'll. I expect him to be back, but you never know, um, you know, how long he's going to be able to do this, and. This is a guy who saw an opportunity to win a ring late in his career, and he went for it. And he was like, I'm not going to go down 3-1 like this. And he had the game of his life. And um, no veteran in this league, in, in the NBA, deserves a ring more than that guy. You can't tell me a single player that deserves a championship ring more than Al Horford. And to not, if they can't win one for him before he quit, he you know, he ends up quitting retiring that's going to be truly truly devastating i fully believe though you, you, you know in the jays era they're going to win a title but for it to be after horford would be pretty sad because horford deserves that ring man he he deserves he deserves to be a champion and that's um hopefully they can find a way um to come back from this this year but um or next year or whatever but that guy deserves a ring and but but this team is young. They're going to learn. You know, if they do go down, they're going to learn from this. They're going to be back. The same core is signed long term. Like they're not going to lose any. They shouldn't lose anybody next year. Like it's not going to be the end of the road. At the same time, you know, Milwaukee's going to be healthy next year. Um, Philadelphia is going to have a chance to retool around Embiid and Harden. Um, Brooklyn's going to have a chance to retool around their guys. Although there's a lot of weird stuff going on with that team. I, you know, if they have Kevin Durant, you can't ever count Kevin Durant out. But, you know, I would have to think, you know, until until the, the, you know, the Nets can prove that they can put players on the court around Kevin Durant, I think you have to put the Celtics ahead of them. But still, I mean, Milwaukee and Philadelphia are going to be tough teams next year. And, um, you know, Miami will be good again. I don't think they'll be as good as they were this year. But um, that team is going to start getting a little old soon. So, you know, probably be some decline there. But, you know, they won't be, you know, they won't be a bad team by any means. So, you know, it's not going to get any easier in the Eastern Conference for the Celtics next year. Um, you know, hopefully they can hit the ground running from what they did in the second half of the season. And, you know, really, you know, if they, and this is if they do lose, you know, really learn from this. And, um, you know, I'm sure they will. Um, these are good guys. They play the right way. Most of the time, they've they've learned how to play the right way. It's been a process, but they're good guys off the court. 
and um, you know they'll figure it out. But um, you know we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see if the uh, we'll see on Friday if they can extend the season another couple of days. And then we'll see what happens. And I want to say this too before before we get off the uh, I've been pretty critical of the officiating over the last uh, over the last couple of games, game three and four. I was very critical of the officiating. I thought it was pretty horrible and it was pretty slanted towards Milwaukee in both games. Um, I, I want to make this clear: this was not tonight. Was not about officiating. Um, tonight was about the Celtics and not closing that game the right way at all. Um, the officiating tonight was fine. I didn't really notice any, you know, much in the way of bad calls. I mean, I thought the Derek White shot um, at the end of the first half that they, uh, you know, didn't count. I, th- I think that was very close, and I could question that. But, you know, I thought for the most part, you know, the officiating was fine. The refs didn't, you know, make themselves a story, which can hap- which which has happened in games three and four. And um I thought the officiating was was pretty good, so I'll give the official credit for how they handled this game. I thought it was fine. Not the reason why the Celtics lost. It was all about the Celtics. So, you know, hopefully the Celtics can, you know, this is going to be, these are the lessons that they're going to have to learn. Um, I fully believe there is a championship team somewhere in this, somewhere in there with them, and they're going to have to find it. You know, this is going to be, you know, the moment that forces them to dig deep and find it, and it could be either the moment where, they, um, where they're just not ready yet, or it could be the moment where, like Milwaukee last season, they find themselves before it's too late, and they end up uh, going on a amazing run to finish the season. So we'll see what happens. Um, so I'm going to wrap up. I hope, uh, I hope you all have a great night. Um, well, I hope most of you have a great night. I hope if you're if you're in our corner here with this uh, with this podcast, um, and you're not you're not you're not a toxic person. I hope you have a great night. Um, and uh, yeah, later. <laughs>